thanks for joining me for episode 31 of the Fit Life Formula podcast. My name is Brian Sippets. I'm the founder and CEO of Advantage Strength in Ann Arbor, Michigan. At Advantage Strength, we help people between the ages of 35 and 65 to live more, play more, and feel stronger than ever before so they can stay active with their family and friends and get back to doing the things that they love to do. The Fit Life Formula podcast is a show specifically for the members of Advantage Strength. These are questions that pop up here in the gym all the time, and uh, so topics that I want to cover and make sure that people have good information about um, so that you can continue to live your healthiest, happiest, most active life as long as you care to do that. A lot of times we're going to be tackling topics like nutrition, training, mindset, all the things that go into living a happy, healthy lifestyle. So today we're going to be talking about strength training and really... What I'm talking about here is uh, when I talk about strength training, I'm talking about your ability to do things in life, right? So we're not talking about training powerlifters here. We're not training, um, you know, talking about lifting as much weight as humanly possible. What we're talking about is your ability to go out and work in the yard and not feel really sore the next day. We're talking about your ability to get something from the ground up into your car, you know, just the, these, these tasks of daily life that require strength, that might require endurance. Um, and, you know, strength training is a big part of that. And I think the reason I want to talk about this today is because a lot of people in this, you know, quote unquote fitness culture are missing out on strength training. And I, I want to bring up this question. And, and if you're lif- listening, if you are a member of Advantage Strength, we're doing this. Don't worry about it. We got you covered. We're helping you out. If you are not a member of Advantage Strength, think through this and see what your exercise routine looks like and see if you're missing um, the strength training portion of this. We'll talk a little bit more about what strength training actually is um, in a second here, but I want you to think about in the Fit Life formula, so we talk about this, this, the actual Fit Life formula is three days a week of something you love to do. So get out, get active, get moving, move through lots of different ranges of motion, get your heart rate up, whatever it is that you enjoy, hiking, biking, yoga, Pilates, something like that. And then two days a week of strength training. And so if we're adding strength training to this, we need to know, number one, we need to know why, why it's important. Number two, you got to figure out if if you're actually doing strength training. So we'll talk about what that actually is and some of the benefits of that too. So... I think just to debunk a myth right away, uh, you know, there's a lot of fitness places, um, you know, where you go and you get tired and you get sweaty and they, they say, okay, this is strength training. This is the strength training part. You know, maybe you do a spinning class for 30 minutes and then you do a strength part for 30 minutes or whatever it might be. But you walk into the room where you're going to do the strength stuff and there's nothing over a, an eight pound dumbbell covered in neoprene. Um, and so it kind of begs the question, am I able to do strength work with this? And what, what really is strength work? So I would argue, um, when it comes to your body, there's kind of this continuum of, you know, straight aerobic exercise, meaning, you know, maybe walking, jogging, whatever it might be, all the way to, to anaerobic or, you know, things that, like a sprint, right? If we're, if we're sticking with running, let's say there's, there's jogging and then there's sprinting and there's everything in between. So we want to make sure that, you know, if you are able to jog a long way, but you're not able to sprint, 
you know, that that's kind of an issue in life. Not so much these days, but uh, 10,000 years ago, if you weren't able to sprint, you probably got eaten. So um, our body is adapted to be able to do those things. And if you're not able to do one of those things, things start um, shutting down. So we can think of, you know, the, the light weights versus heavy weights as kind of that continuum. So there's things that happen when you lift light weights. There's things that happen when you lift heavy weights. And when I say heavy weights, I'm saying heavy for you, right? I'm not talking about everyone's, everyone's going to be lifting this thousand pound thing. It's like, what's heavy for you? And so the first, the first kind of elephant in the room here is this idea that you, if you lift heavy weights, you'll get big and bulky. And I'm going to squash that right away and say that all the current research points to the fact that whether you lift he- uh, light weights a lot of times or heavy weights a few times, meaning let's, let's say, for example, um, I don't know, something easy like a, like a squat, you know, like just squatting down, standing back up. If you do just body weight 30 times versus holding a, a weight or a bar on your back, something that's relatively heavy that you're only able to do six times, there's going to be um, very different things that go on. But in terms of muscle growth, both methods produce the same amount of growth. So it's not that light weights will make your muscles long and lean, whereas lifting will make them big and bulky. Lifting heavy weights will make them big and bulky. That's a complete uh, misnomer, and it's, it's something that's really pervasive in the fitness industry. But it's simply not true. If you give your muscles like some sort of stimulus, so if you lift a light weight, a light weight until you get fatigued, you are stimulating muscle growth. If you lift a heavy weight until you get fatigued, you are stimulating muscle growth. So that's that's muscle growth. That's just you know the the size of the tissues and all of that. It has nothing to do with. Um, bulk versus lean muscle. Lean muscle just means the absence of fat. And that's mostly a dietary question, which we can get into in other episodes. But in talking about this, you know, am I toning or am I getting long, lean muscles? You get long, lean muscles both by lifting heavy and uh, with few reps and lifting light with many reps. It's just your body's adaption to or adaptation to the demands that are imposed upon it. So if you lift something enough times to get that kind of that muscle burn, you're causing muscle growth. All right. So that's what we know now. So it kind of debunks this whole thing. Like, honestly, I hear it so much and it it happens a lot in the aesthetic sports. We hear it a lot where it's like, well, I don't want to lift heavy weights because I don't want to get big and bulky. Simply not the case. Um, You know, whether it's fortunately or unfortunately, your ability to gain bulk depends on a couple of things. Number one, your diet. And so if, you, if you're looking to bulk up, it would be a, a pretty good uh, safe bet to say if you start eating more, you'll start to see a lot more bulk. All right, so that's, that's number one. And on the flip side of that, if you want to get leaner, if you are you know, consuming less energy than you're putting out, then you'll start to get leaner and there will be less fat around the muscle. There will be less fat in the muscle and you start to look leaner, 
Um, and that's where that toned look comes from. Again, that toned look can come from lifting heavy weights a few times or lifting light weights a lot of times. It just uh, is a matter of, of you know, how much fat you have in your body. Okay, so that's number one. The other part of it is, unfortunately, the uh, amount of muscle that you put on or the, you know, if you are looking to gain muscle and you have a body type, you have genetics, you have a hormone level that does not allow you or that, that isn't conducive to that, you won't gain bulk. I've been strength training like all the way through, um, you know, would have kind of started in high school, continued in college. And as I was playing um, professionally, it's like if uh, you're unfamiliar, I, I'm a, I guess, a, I guess you would say a lifelong athlete. I, I played uh, hockey in college and professionally. So I've done my fair share of training and lifting for sport performance. And I'm 100% sure that my arms have been the same size. My, my proportions have been the same since uh, like day one, since my full physical uh, maturation. So like from the age of 20 to now, I look basically exactly the same. Um, so this idea of, you know, if you just lift the right way, you can, you will gain muscle or you'll get bulky or you'll get lean, any of those things. Um, it's just not true. It has to do a lot with your biology. It has to do with your genetic predisposition to those traits. Um, and it also has to do with, you know, your, your hormone levels, your age, your levels of sleep, your levels of recovery, all of those things play into this whole idea of, you know, lifting for body image, which is why here, like, that's never the focus. The focus here is never, we're going to lift to, we're not body, it's not a bodybuilding place, right? We have, I have absolutely zero interest in bodybuilding, but I will tell you it happens, right? So people start to fit into their clothes differently. People notice different shapes in the mirror. Um, and all of that happens on a individual basis, not because we're lifting with that intention. We're not lifting for body transformation. We're lifting for, you know, the ability to play, the ability to compete in life, the, the ability to move around and be free. And so for, what, for us, what we're doing is strength training. And I'll talk about the difference between strength training and, you know, this, this idea of toning or gaining lean muscle. When you're gaining uh, or when you're lifting to strength train, you're, you know, basically you're challenging the amount of weight that you can actually lift. So take a, um, I don't know, again, we'll go back to the squat because it's easy. Um, it's just an easy comparison. I feel like everybody kind of knows what a squat looks like. You bend down, you stand up, um, you bend down like, uh, like you're going to sit into a chair and then you decide not to and stand back up. So that's a squat. If you do 30 body weight squats, you are causing adaptation to your muscles or adaptation in your muscles. You are causing your muscles to grow. You're increasing um, tissue tolerance, meaning your your tendons will get stronger. Your bones will likely get stronger. All right, and that's kind of one end of the continuum. That is the body weight only. Um, that's kind of as light as we can go, but we're doing lots of reps. You're going to see certain improvements there. But again, we want to make sure we're touching both ends of the spectrum. We want to be on that light end with lots of reps. We want to be on the heavy end with fewer reps. There's a couple of things that happen differently when you start to get into the heavy weights. When you get into heavy weights, you're stimulating your bones and tendons differently. They'll have different 
uh, amounts of force on them and they'll have different kinds of pulls on them. And so when you start putting those kinds of forces, that kind of pull on your tendons, your ligaments, and your bones, things start to adapt differently. So in terms of uh, bone density, you're working your, your bones differently. And that's why they'll say, you know, strength training is, is good for older adults because it stimulates bone growth, um, helps reduce uh, the risk of osteoporosis and all the things that happen as your tissues start to deteriorate as you get older. Um, so not only are we, by lifting heavy weights, we're giving a different stimulus and we're offering a better opportunity for our bones to grow. Um, same with tendons and ligaments. But we're also changing your nervous system. So a lot of strength has to do with um, how your brain plugs into your muscles. And basically what we would call that is just coordination. So a lot of the, and in fact, a lot of the improvements that people see right away are not differences in changes in actual muscle fibers, but also, but only uh, a change in coordination or a change in how your brain controls the movement. And so here's how muscular action works. When you have something simple like a squat, let's say you're going to stand up off the couch. You've done it thousands of times over your lifetime. Your brain has that pattern kind of down. It knows exactly how many muscles it needs to fire to do it. Things are slightly different from time to time, but you know, if you're going to go to stand up off the couch, you know exactly how much effort you need to create that movement. So the way it works is you have neurons in your brain that control certain muscle fibers. And um, so you, you fire the number of muscles that you need to do that work. So your brain knows how to, that kind of pattern to help you stand up off the couch. And so it fires just enough to do it, but, you know, not a ton extra. You know, the, the other example I would think of here is if you've ever picked up a suitcase that you thought was full, but was actually empty. So your brain prepares to pick up a full suitcase. And then all of a sudden, when you yank it off the ground super fast, you, your brain, you know, obviously missed, missed the mark. And so you recruited too many muscles to do it. And you did it a lot faster and more powerfully than you wanted to originally. Um, but again, that's just, that's your brain's planning and your brain calling enough muscles into action to create the movement. So that's what something like, but if you're standing up off the couch and, uh, let's say you had to do it with, uh, maybe your, your kid or your friend jumped on your back and you had to stand up off the couch. So now you've got extra weight. Um, the question is, would you be able to do that? And so where this comes from is, if you've been strength training, your brain actually uh, coordinates things better so you can get the right muscles to fire at the right time and enough of the right muscles. So let's say, um, just for a super simple argument here, let's say to stand up off the couch, it takes 10 of those mus muscles or motor units to fire. All right, so you, you don't have extra weight we don't need a lot of muscles pulling at the same time. Just the same 10. Those 10 can stand you right up off the couch. No big deal. But then when you add the extra weight, whether it's, uh, I don't know, maybe you're wearing a backpack or you're getting up out of a chair or maybe uh, your child is, is uh, wrestling with you and, and jumps on your back. Now, those 10 motor units, those 10 muscles go to do their work and you stand up and you don't budge. So... When you strength train, when you get to that point where you, you know, try a little bit of effort and then you have to give more and more and more effort, that um, gives your body the opportunity to start to coordinate that movement. So 
it's not that you know you have all these muscles that are working together and when you have something that's light your your muscles only fire a little bit okay it's not muscles aren't coordinated to do all that stuff right off the bat you have to teach them your brain has to learn how to fire the right motor patterns in the right order and all of that so you know let's say when you go to stand up those 10 motor units aren't working your brain starts to call more units into play so it'll try 20 and then 30 and then 40 and then 50 motor units to fire until you're able to stand up off the couch the problem is if you've never gotten to that level of you know weight before your brain has a hard time kind of coordinating all that it doesn't know how it's just like any other skill if you've never um, if you've never shot a basketball your first bunch of shots are gonna be pretty bad right uh, you just haven't coordinated the movement so a lot of the initial gains in strength have to do with your brain just organizing your muscles better and what that actually does is you know takes muscles and motor units that haven't really been used a lot and starts to use them and so that's what increases um, muscle tone that's what increases you know that look that's why you start to see differences so quickly it's not necessarily because your muscles are changing so much it's because you know if you are relatively lean now all of a sudden you're using a lot more muscles so those muscles start to show and that's what um, that's what strength training is all about that's the value of strength training so not only do we get you know that higher end of the spectrum in terms of you know there's the lightweight with lots of reps and then there's also the heavyweight with fewer reps your body learns to handle that kind of that kind of load right so the reason that that's important is because when you go to let's say you um, pick up a shovel full of snow here in the winter and it's really wet snow and you know you go to pick it up and it, at first and you realize well that's heavier than i thought it was then you have the ability to to coordinate that movement your brain has the ability to fire things in the right order so that you can lift that shovel up off the ground and and dump the snow on the side of your driveway rather than you know not being able to do it or having to take a smaller shovel full of snow so that kind of strength training that's really important and, and not only that if you are training strength if you're looking to improve your strength not only are you going to feel better look better and and perform better in life things um, you're also putting yourself as a little bit more resistant to injury so now you know let's get, go back to the shovel example if you you know go to pull on that shovel of snow and it's loaded with really wet snow it's much heavier than you're used to there is the possibility that you may you know pull a muscle or you may injure a tendon whatever it might be but if um if you're trained if you've if you're if you've done the strength training if you've gotten to that point where things are heavy and you're lifting heavy things up your body will be used to that and it will be able to do that without injury um, and coordinating it all in the right way so there's the value of strength training and you know i think Personally, I think it's something that's missing at a lot of, and that's what makes us different here. Um, it's what's missing at a lot of what I would call quote unquote fitness places where you, um, you, you know, you cycle for 30 minutes and then you do a, a strength workout with just your body weight. Yes, you are doing important work. You're getting that lower end of the spectrum where, you know, fitness, um, where we work on endurance and that kind of some muscular endurance versus muscular strength. Um, that endurance is important and, and it is a part of life and it does lead to muscle growth just like strength training would but strength training um, 
offers a different benefit in you know allowing you to participate in life a little bit more fully um, and allowing you to be more resistant to injury and that's another thing too is if you get into a place where you have to be doing high repetitions all the time those high repetitions can very easily lead to overuse injuries and so we we see lots of like people coming from oh well we won't i won't say it because i don't want to spark any kind of argument but um gyms where you know high intensity competitive stuff uh high repetition high intensity high competitive uh, exercise is the norm we get a lot of people from those saying, you know, my I, my shoulders just feel worn out or I have these these shoulder injuries and knee injuries or whatever it is based on overuse. Um, so that's the value of strength training. You can get that muscle adaptation. You can get that um, muscle growth stimulus um, and also not overstress tissues. Now, I will also warn you too, it's, you know, just like with the shovel example, you can cause injury if you start with heavy, heavy strength training all the time. So what we'll usually say here is, you know, if you're doing, uh, if you're doing, let's you know, say eight to 10 reps of something, you should be able to do eight to 10 reps, but not 15, right? With the weight that you're holding. And it should, it should still look good at the end, but it shouldn't, uh, it shouldn't feel easy by the end of your eight to 10 repetitions. Um, so as long as you can hold form, and as long as it still uh, looks good and as long as it f feels challenging by the end, you're in a pretty good range for strength training for the average person. Obviously, um, you got to dip into a different bag of tricks if you have somebody who's um, has had years and years of strength training or is competing at the highest levels and things. Um, you got to dip into a bag of tricks. But for 99% of people on this planet, just a general um, strength training program where, you know, when you do between six and 10 repetitions, the last one should feel hard, uh, but still look good. And so that's kind of the rule that we go by here. There's so much more that could go into this conversation about strength training, but the, the point that I wanted to get across today is there's a lot of things that your life demands. There are a lot of movements that whether you're just living your life or whether you're playing adult league sports, um, or if you're playing with your kids on the playground, whatever it might be, um, there are different levels of demand on your body. Sometimes uh, you're going to do something with lightweight a lot of times. So think of, um, I don't know, running or something like that, where you're, you're doing lots of repetitions with, you know, relatively light or no added weight to your body. Um, you know, running would be sort of one of those fitness exercises that are, exercises that are a little bit closer or that are closer to the lightweight high rep range. But you're also going to be asked, your body is also going to ask you to do things that require strength, that requires that your brain knows how to organize the muscles so that you can put a, a big effort forth. Think of that shovel example or think of, you know, if you're if you are uh, cleaning up around the house or you have to move something around your house, think of uh, how many people, you know, get stuck because they can't, they aren't able to move those things. The, the one example that comes to mind, and this is a former member of ours, um, one of her, her biggest win was um, she had lawn equipment at her house and she always used to have to wait for her husband to get home because she couldn't um, pick up this one piece of lawn equipment and get into, into her car. So when, when they were, when they had to move it, she would always have to wait for him. But her biggest win was the fact that she was able to pick up this heavy implement off the ground and get it in the car by herself. Um, and so life demands strength. And I think a lot of times if you're thinking of a fitness routine, you know, you're thinking about yoga or Pilates or 
um, Orange Theory or something like that where you're getting sweaty and you're moving a lot and you're getting the fitness side, you're getting the endurance side for sure. They do an awesome job of that. But think, are you really getting that higher end strength where, you know, you'd be able to operate if something got heavy? So keep that in mind as we go forward or as you listen to more and more of these episodes. Um, We'll probably talk more about this since it is a significant part of the FitLife formula, this strength training. And, um, you know, the secret is I'd, I'd love to put together a full report on on strength training, the benefits, what, what actually happens, the myths, um, and all of that. So at some point that will come along, but for right now, I, I hope you enjoyed this conversation about strength training and I hope it really makes you kind of think about your fitness routine and find out or, and figure out, is this something that you're doing? Are you actually gaining strength, uh, or are you just improving your muscle? And I, I hope that I made the argument, uh, that I made it clear that I, I think the, need to gain strength is more important than ever with our sedentary lifestyles. And um, not only can you gain strength by lifting heavier weights, you can also gain the muscle tone and the muscle growth that you're looking for um, right along with that. So it's kind of killing two birds with one stone. But anyway, I hope you enjoyed the conversation and, and got a little bit from this. Until next week, be sure to follow the Fit Life Formula. That's three days a week of something you love to do, two days a week of strength training, and one workout that just sucks. We'll talk to you next week.